You're listening to the Church of Life and Praise podcast. If you'd like more information about our ministry, please visit us at churchoflifeandpraise.com or check us out on Facebook. Our prayer is that you would come to know Jesus in a deeper way. Now, enjoy the message. You know, the Lord spoke to me while we were worshiping. And this is what he put in my heart. These words. He said, I'm ready. Are you? He said, I'm ready. Are you? How far do you want to go? God's only going to take you as far as your desire. While Deanna was exhorting there, uh, she hit it right on the head. You've got to let go. God's not going to God's not going to take you and make you. And if you're content just to sit where you are, then that's where he's going to leave you. But God is getting ready. You know, the woman, we all are familiar with the story, that had the issue of blood. She could have stayed home and said, I'm sick. She could have stayed home because there was laws for her to go out on, not to go out on the street. She was forbidden to go to the street and to mingle with people. She had an issue of blood. Twelve years. She tried everything. And then she heard there was a man in town called Jesus. Now, she was a Jewish woman. She knew that outer garment that Jesus had on and that ribbon around the bottom of his garment, or some say it was uh, his prayer shawl and the tassels. But that blue ribbon was to be sewed into every rabbi's garment to speak to them about the covenants that God had made with Israel. That's why she said, if I can just but touch the hem of his garment, If I can just touch the hem of his robe. She pressed. She pressed in. She went in the press, the Bible says. There was people that were all around Jesus. They were bumping up against him and they was touching him. And 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 but there's a lot of people that are around Jesus but never touch Jesus. A lot of people get around Jesus but never touch him. There are some of you here that get around Jesus, but has he really touched you? Have you allowed him to really touch you? We experience God's glory in this place, and it's going to get worse. Every kind of hindrance can come your way. She was weak, 12 years. That woman was weak. She could have fallen on the ground and been trampled. People wouldn't even have known that she'd have been walked on. But she said, I'm sick and tired of staying the way I am. And I know and have heard that this man called Jesus 
Everybody was talking about him, pro and con. Does it sound familiar? Everybody had an opinion of Jesus. And so it's the same way today. Everybody's got an opinion of Jesus, but they don't know him like we know him. How deep and how willing are you to press in to get what God has? If she hadn't have gone to him, he'd have kept on going. But she touched Jesus because when she touched the hem of that garment, you see, she had desire. She had a hunger. She had a need. You say, well, I'm all right the way I am. Okay, then stay that way. And you'll be all right the way you are. Just stay that way. And you won't experience the glory, the presence. And won't hurt any one of you to fall prostrate on the floor under the presence and power of God. Are you too proud to do it or too afraid to do it? Or are you saying, I'm just fine the way I am? Then stay that way. I know it sounds rude, but... Open yourself up to Jesus. She opened herself up to everything that could have come to her. All the assaults, everything. But she says, I'm going to get to Jesus if it's the last thing I do. It was her last resort. Resort. And immediately when she touched him, you see, her spirit connected with his spirit. And that is exactly what's got to happen to us. This is what was happening today. His spirit was connecting with our spirit. He was breaking us. He was molding us. He was shaping us. Don't be afraid to let the Lord mold and break and shape you. Because underneath all of that, God sees a ministry that he can use you in. Every one of us are ministers. We may not be ordained into the ministry, but we are ministers. We're givers. God didn't fill you with the Holy Ghost just to sit and say, I'm content. I'm happy the way I am. Open yourselves up. And let me tell you something. God will break you all apart to rebuild you. But when he rebuilds you, you're going to be strong and mighty and powerful. Who knows what God has for you? The Bible said when he touched, she touched him, he stood still. He stopped. And he said, who touched me? And old Peter had to speak up. All the disciples said, well, Lord, come on. Some people will say to you, and I, is that what you're afraid of? Of people saying about how you react to the Holy Spirit? What do you care? If he wants to prostrate you on the floor, let him. Because when you get up, you'll be a different man. You'll be a different woman. You'll be a different young person. Let God have his perfect work in you. We're getting ready for an out, outpouring of the Holy Spirit here. Don't be left behind. We are in the midst of a move of God, whether you realize it or not. And we haven't seen anything yet. You say, well, Pastor, you've been saying that for a number. Well, it's happening because you know what we're doing? God is opening us up and we're opening up to him. God's been ready ever since the church started. 
And he's preparing us to go forth and to minister, to go forth. And, and, and when we get into that position where God wants us, it will be easy. People will be coming to us. He'll put us in front of people and people in front of us. Amen? And he told him, he said, go your way. The rich young ruler, uh, I mean, not the rich young ruler, but the ruler of the synagogue who was part of a prestigious religion. They didn't believe anything. And that's the truth. They took the law of God and, 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 and uh, reconstructed it until it wasn't recognizable and it became a burden on the people. But this man had a need, and he went against all protocol of his teaching. Jesus wasn't really accepted in the synagogue. He went anyway, and he wasn't afraid to minister. And so this man came to him, said, my daughter's dying. His religion didn't help. We can go through the motions of church, but it won't help. What we need is what we had right here and what we have been having for the, almost the past month. It's getting bigger and bigger and better and better and more powerful. And we're going to see some things. If you'll press in, regardless of how you feel, regardless of what you think, get your thinking out of the way and get it in tune with God. God wants to pour out his spirit. I don't want to miss it. Because I shudder at the results if we let this move go by. We'll be, come here, we'll be coming here to church dead, barren, and going through the motions like we've, you know, having a form of godliness. But she pressed in. She got what she was going after. Blind Bartimaeus. Go home and read some of these stories. He was blind. He could have hidden behind his circumstances. Nobody loves me. Everybody hates me. I'm going out and eat some worms. People passed him by every day. Some people probably spit on him. He was dirty. He was filthy. The dust of people's feet brushed up against him and was landing on him. His, his garment stunk. He wasn't clean. But God saw him. And he heard that Jesus, and he did not allow anything to stop him from getting to Jesus. What about you and me? Sometimes we have our preconceived ideas of the way we think God should move. Honey, I want to tell you something. God's going to break our thinking down. And when he gets through with us, we're going to be powerful. But all the ridicule that he went through didn't stop buying Bartimaeus. They said, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Go, go get in your corner. Don't bother him. Don't bother you. You're not good enough for him. And one day by and by the mayors, he cried, Jesus, thou son of David, 
He recognized who Jesus was. He was recognizing his lead, his, 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 um, uh, uh, um, Lineage, that's what I want to say. He was recognizing his lineage, and he was recognizing his deity, and he was recognizing that he was the Messiah. And he says, that's, he was recognizing and calling to Jesus and saying, Jesus, that's what you came for. You came to set people free like me. And he wouldn't stop hollering. And finally, Jesus, what happened? Jesus stood still. You can make Jesus stand still. He sees a hungry heart. He sees a determined heart. How determined are we? How deep do we want to go? How far do we want to go in this? You want to go just this far? Are we willing to have our wills totally broken until we receive His will? If we resist Him, We'll miss him and lose him. And lose our destiny that he has planned for us. How many want a move of God? How many want a move of God? And you know where it's going to begin? Not here in this church. On Sunday, in your prayer closet. In your private time. That's when God's going to break you. That's when God's going to speak to you. How much do you want it? Are you willing to go all the way? Are you willing to have people make fun of you? Are you willing to be the off-scouring on your job? People looking at you and thinking you're a nut. They didn't like Jesus. They didn't like the disciples. They didn't like anybody. The crowd didn't. All, a lot of them that were getting around Jesus was what they could get out of him. And then they'd go their merry way and do what they wanted to do. The same crowd that hollered, Hosanna, Hosanna, a week later was crying, crucify him. Because they, dis- they were disillusioned. They thought, sure, when he was coming to his temple, he was going to make a declaration and take over. And by his supernatural powers, he was going to cross Rome and set jewelry right. That's what they were looking for. And when it didn't happen, and when, he, when they went into the people who were Jewish in the temple, who was doing all kinds of things that they shouldn't be doing, and he overturned the tables, they began to realize, hey, we're dealing with a, ne- a different personality than what I thought. I'm not going to get my stipend from the government. And I don't like that. And I'm not going to get the second one. Or the third one. So I'm going to say, away with him. (laughs) He cried all the louder. Jesus stood still. And then they go, oh, oh, he's calling for you. What hypocrisy. Oh, he's calling for you. They wanted to make a good show in Jesus, in front of Jesus. He's calling for you. And Jesus looked at him and said, what do you want? Jesus is looking at every one of us today and saying, what do you want? Now, blind Bartimaeus had a garment that identified him. And also that gave him license to beg. It was a cloak. 
The Bible says a garment. Blind people wore that particular garment to identify him with the trouble he's in. A lot of us have garments on us that we need to throw off and get rid of. And say, I don't care. I, I'm just going to expose myself. Just threw off his garment. The Bible said that when he get, he left his garment behind. You see, a lot of us hold ourselves to have a good appearance to people. We won't allow ourselves to be broken down. We won't allow ourselves to be broken before God. So we have this aura that we put about us and we hold people at distance. We're friendly and God wants to break that all down. You know why? Because he loves you. He's got something for you. He wants to take those hurts and those aches and those pains and those things that have caused that to happen to you. And he wants to break it down. And he wants to be the great I am. He wants to be the king of kings in your life. He wants to be the one that's going to minister you. He wants to be the joy. He wants to be the peace. And every one of you have a potential to be used of God. That's what revival does. You're special in the eyes of God. And he's going to keep calling on you and calling on you. You've either got to resist him and tell him finally no, or you're going to have to say, God, okay, take it all. Take it all. Things of the past you've got to put in his hands. Hurts, preconceived, everything that we have has got to go. And that's what revival is. That's what a move of the Spirit. It takes out and cuts out all the old and all the junk and begins to renew us and renew us and refill us and strengthen us and set us on our way rejoicing and ministering to the people. We're ministers. And we've got to behold ourselves before we can minister to those. Does this make sense? So God comes like this. And when you open up to him, he opens up to you. The more you open up to him, the more you, he'll open up to you. Amen. And then I want to say something else. I want every one of these young people to look right at me. Listen to me. Revival. Look right at me. Revival is going to come through you. I watched you minister. You were the one. It wasn't the adults today. It was you that was prophesying. It was you that was ministering. It was you that was giving words to people. You're vital to this revival and to this move of God we're having. Do you hear me? You're vital to this. Don't allow the world to get into your heart. And your, let me tell you something. There is nothing... that. Let me tell you something. I know. I'm almost 80 years old. I've been there. I've seen it. I know what I'm talking about. And it was just the same back when I was young. I thought I could, I thought I had the world, the tiger with the tail. And there are times that tiger got a little stronger and turned around and bit me. God's anointing is on every single one of you. Do you hear me? 
Every single one of you have a ministry in the church. Don't let the devil take you out. Don't get a hold and get with friends. If you have to walk alone for Jesus, then do it. Don't seek anybody to come into your life that is not equal to your walk with God. Are you listening to me? It will destroy you. Because you'll give in to that rather than Jesus. I'm talking, I know what I'm talking about. Every one of you have a ministry. You are precious in the sight of God. Do you know that? Do you realize you're precious? You're precious. You're precious. You're precious. You're precious. Well, you are too, but even you're old. You're precious. You're precious. Up there behind the screen, you're precious. Lila, you have a deep compassion for people. Let it develop. Let it develop. Let God mature you that you can begin to speak words of wisdom to these young people. And you know what? God's going to begin to, people are going to begin seeing the glory of God on you. And you're at the age, the most of you are at the age right now where you can establish a private time with Jesus. And God's not leaving you old elderly people out either. He's not. He's not. Because some of them have watched you, these young people, watched you how you moved and operated in the Spirit. And they're just mimicking you, what you have done before them. Amen? And so we make up one body. But don't be afraid to step out in the, in the gifts. Don't be afraid to stand. Be loving, kind, gentle with people who don't understand. Whew, I still feel the presence of God. Every one of you sitting here today has a place to as a part to play in this move of God. And again, I'm saying we are in a move of God. Don't you forget it. And you are an integral part of this move. Don't let the devil deceive you and to take you out of what God has for you. How many have felt the presence of God this morning? My Lord, I want us to stand. I just feel this presence. Lift your hands up. Would you please? And let's just acknowledge the Lord right now. Let's just love him. Let's just say, Jesus, I'm yours. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to give myself totally to you. I surrender everything. Help me to surrender everything. Because I want to be a part of, a move, of this move of God. In Jesus' name. Let's love him right now. Let's worship him. Londre Castello Mondro Kotoro Bahashanai. 
Now, I just want to give you a word of caution. Revival genders persecution. That's why we're revived. That we can rise above it and become overcomers and move in the authority and power of Almighty God. This is powerful. And there's no devil in hell that can withstand you under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Can you say praise the Lord? Lift your hands one more time and just love him. Let's just praise him. I guess we're going to have to take the offering now. I think we can. I don't know if we're gonna, going to be able to uh, not. So if the ushers can come. Now, what, 